Hello and welcome to the Zeitgeist Podcast. This is Christian Humes here with John Paul Murphy and Emily Gale Langston. How are you two fine folks doing today? So good. I am a great. <laughs> John's I'm older. Saying, like, <laughs> I sounded like, what, a radio host? Yeah, you kind of had a radio host intro a little bit. He yeah, is I, a radio I'm, host. I'm feeling energized this week. I'm feeling very oh. energized this week. Why? Um, Did you get laid, I... bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> no, I, uh, last week when Comic-Con started, I decided to make a no political tweet week, which let me tell you, which it was about five days. That was hard. Yeah. I haven't done a political tweet in almost one whole week now. Yeah, Oof. I find myself, I don't really like tweet myself as far as like from like a general tweet on politics i'll usually will comment on other people's yeah. tweets about politics but i I'll find a the solid one... retweet yeah but i, feel I like wasn't even I... like retweeting well no, no liking no retweeting uh, today i started liking again but because and and the reason i did that was the second i was like i'm not going to do any of them if i don't engage with any of it then i'm not going to read it so i just decided like i gave myself a mental break for a little bit that's fine and what a break it was what a break it was. It was. It was. And it was great that it happened this week because with this whole Guardians of the Galaxy James Gunn thing, uh, I would have been losing my mind had I been really engaging with that. Um, yeah. San Diego Comic-Con, guys. San Diego. It, it kind of felt like it snuck up this year. Yeah, same. I didn't feel as hyped about it as I usually do. I think, at least for me, I agree. For me, it's partially because Marvel wasn't there. Star Wars wasn't there. So that was sort of a big reason to not be crazy excited about it yeah. yeah and i think also the a lot of the big trailers i have dropped i'm i'm pretty underwhelmed by i know we'll probably get into the discussion about them but that's my overall kind of thought so far yeah i can go with that yeah i'll agree as well i the ones that are supposed to be big but others that were or appeared there have me very excited but i don't think they weren't supposed to be the premiere show piece like the big temple ones have been pretty lame i would say <laughs> yeah it was a, it's a dc it's a DC year, which means I am not, I just don't care that much. Yeah, oh, it's DC, but like not Batman. So it's kind of like lame. <laughs> well, also not Nolan Batman. Like if you think about it, I really yeah. don't care about most Batman anyway, unless it's a Nolan Batman. And I think, no, I'm, uh, yeah. you know, how people know. are like at Marvel. Fatigue? I think I have Batman fatigue still right now. Really? Yeah. I don't well, know. I think this, I could watch yeah. Batman Begins every day of my life and never feel Batman fatigue. Well, that's yeah, th a great movie. This like Zack Snyder iteration of Batman is is very tiring and like it's I very want Zack it to be Snyder over. though. I, I want it to be over. Zack you know, I could see that. I think I just any, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just ready for a different I don't see iteration of Batman that's better and less like 2000 music video y. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. All of these do these these do feel like uh, music videos. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't see myself getting very excited about any of the DC stuff uh, or Batman. Just like right now, the idea of a new Batman just doesn't do anything for me. Um, maybe because we like haven't some... seen one that's new and interesting. That's yeah, there's one. some like storylines from the comics from a few years ago in Batman that I think would be such cool movies, but I don't know that they would ever do it. Weren't they going to do that Flashpoint movie? Oh, I don't know. I heard they were going to do that Flashpoint movie. And if they did that, that's something I'd be super interested in. The whole alternate timeline. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome, John. Do you know about Flashpoint? Uh, who? Who me? me <laughs> I said John. Oh, I, I didn't hear. I didn't hear my name. Uh, uh, I am not that familiar with Flashpoint. So, so in the Flashpoint timeline, it uh it involves obviously the Flash, 
and the multiple timelines. What happens is Bruce Wayne is not the one who survives the mugging of his parents. He actually ends up dying. The parents survive. The mom becomes the new Joker and the dad becomes the new Batman. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's interesting. through they're basically both very depressed they blame themselves about what happened she becomes like chaotic and insane and he becomes like the new batman they're both keeping it in secret from each other so neither knows that the other is doing it i feel like it's a little that's just like people who've been wanting to see batman and the joker fuck (laughs) (laughs) like that's some flash fiction shit also why does it gotta be the woman that has to turn hysterical you know why can't why can't the husband be the one that's like goes crazy and becomes the joker yeah that's that's a good question you know, just it's 2018, guys. Uh, Emily, I, I don't want to mansplain here, but I am going to bring something up. And mm-hmm. the only reason I'm going to bring it up is because it's a fact I learned on, I think it was like wishboning or something. It was okay. quite some time ago. Slash fiction uh. is when two characters get together that are of the same sex. E- okay. It's just regular fan fiction. Is when they it, like putting together any two like heterosexual characters. It's just regular. I don't it's know just... that it's necessarily of the same sex because no, it, it totally I read some is. Dobby Giant Squid slash fiction back in the day, and you can't say that that's fan fiction because I think slash fiction is just like quote unquote like nasty ship. Ships. That's what I. That's what I was told. What like uh, sorry? That's what I assumed. I used to su- assume the exact same thing, and then I learned at least according to most of the internet and according to tumblr where i would say that that term is most frequently used mm. um slash fiction is they're very strong about it being about homoerotic fan fiction mm. okay i don't I got believe corrected. it i got corrected by, by a lot i don't by know what party you were at <laughs> by a lot of tumblr people because i called something slash fiction it was like a joke it was like a sonic the hedgehog thing and people were like Unless Sonic's fucking Knuckles, it's not slash fiction. Oh They're like, yeah, it has to be gay people. They're like, don't use our word. People need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I find... I like, found I'm sorry, your, fi- your fictional definition of something fictional doesn't really make sense. Um, come yeah. Come on, people. I mean, there's other... It's fine. Like, people... I guess people have their thing. I was, I was wrong. It's, and mm, I could be wrong again. I don't think that they're right. I don't think that that's <laughs> correct. I really don't. I don't think they're right. <laughs> I mean, I it could. I think it doesn't really matter. I think if it's you want to call it slash fiction, you want to call it fan fiction, you want to just call it, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Okay. So slash fiction, according to Google, is oh a God. genre of fan fiction that focuses on interpersonal attraction, sexual relationships between fictional characters of the same sex. Okay. It's interesting though, right? Because I had no I idea and I feel like people use that term the same way you do. I don't, and that's the way I always used it. Here's the thing. I grew up with fan fiction. Like I've been reading that shit since yeah. I was like 13 years old. I don't think that that's the only use of the word fi- slash fiction. Is it, is it kind of like they're saying like alt fiction kind of thing where it's like a little bit edgier and... Oh my God, I love alt fiction. <laughs> alt right fiction. <laughs> alt right fiction. I love Alt-right it. Fiction. Like, what if you imagine your favorite characters as alt-right nationalists? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's The thing is, Emily, I agree with you on how it should be used. Yeah. And I think it should be able to be used both ways. I've just been corrected very by, by, by I mean, I guess the way I look at it is, like, these are people that use that term uh, in their community, and I don't really belong to those uh, fan fiction communities, so who am I to question them is the way I yeah. felt about it. I mean, I can, <laughs> I mean, I would say that, 
fan fiction between two of like characters of the same sex is slash fiction. But I would yeah. also say that like any slat any kind of relationship that buds from something that would never happen in canon is also slash fiction. That's what I always I agree. That's yeah. where I always came from with it. Yeah. So let's get into uh, some fan or slash fiction of our <laughs> own. Let's talk about some of these uh, Comic Con announcements. But actually, before we do that. Um, Anyone have anything interesting going on this last week? I know John just had a birthday. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, John. Oh, Sorry man. I didn't come. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, it, w- it, was, uh, it was good. It was, I don't really remember much, but it's fine. Oh, I, I went to it then. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I remember enough that Christian told me she's not coming. Oh, no. It was on. <laughs> listen, Christian told me day of. And if I have to leave my house past nine, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it was. I'm sorry. And it was downtown. And I am an old person and just a yeah. just a young woman riding the metro by myself. I do remember at one point Christian was like, I want to have pancakes. And like Wait, that, yeah. became, that became your thing. Yeah. We invited you to go get pancakes. You w- didn't want pancakes. Uh, I didn't. No. Yeah, I didn't. No. That sounded not like at 1 a.m. No, John, were you staying at the Millennium Biltmore? Yeah, cool. I love that hotel. Did you go to the yeah, fancy was... pool from Cruel Intentions? No, we like we're just it was we were there so quickly that we didn't really get to like almost do anything. Oh my god, you should have gone to the fancy pool. No, god damn it. Why have you stayed at this hotel? Um, Samantha went there for her birthday a few years ago. So interesting to me. That's why I did it because Samantha did it. I know. Number one, Samantha. Copy her life. Yeah. So, Emily, how about you? Um, I went to this Brooklyn Nine Nine thing last night. I guess that'd be a good segue at some point into Comic Con because Brooklyn Nine Nine cast was also at Comic Con. Um, oh, okay. Yeah there there was this thing at the Largo in I don't know where the Largo is. Is that technically West Hollywood? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Facts and something. No, it's it's La Cienega, John. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I went to that and it was like the cast from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it was benefiting the like family separation stuff. Well, not benefiting, but benefiting, benefiting. Benefiting from the family separation. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Everyone's shorted. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone shorted the companies providing the uh, cages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? It's like one of my favorite. I have shows. watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I do not watch. Oh my god, Brooklyn I think it's Nine-Nine. so good. Uh, Chelsea Peretti basically like hosted the whole thing, and she did this thing where she wrote some of her own scenes of the show for the cast to read, and it was all like plugging ChelseaPeretti.com or like had too many curse words. It was just funny. It was a it was a funny thing. That's awesome. Yeah, That's it was like cool. I was at a Comic Con panel without actually having to go to Comic Con. That's awesome. Yeah. That was even better. I know. Hmm. Um. Okay. Then let's do Comic Con. Okay. What did you guys see that you liked from the trailers or announcements? Glass. You... Oh. Okay. Tell me why. <laughs> um. Because I forgot that that one movie where James McAvoy has all the personalities split. I forgot that that was a crossover with Unbreakable. You, you didn't know that? That was like the whole twist. I, no, I, I knew it, but I forgot. And then I was watching the trailer and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that was like very forgettable to me, I guess. But yeah. Are you a big uh, Split or Unbreakable fan? I mean, I liked both of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. How about you, John? Are you into those? I've actually never seen Unbreakable. I've never seen oh, Unbreakable. Really? Oh my god! It. I'm, I really enjoyed Split when I saw it as like its own thing, and then when Bruce Willis shows up at the end at like that diner, I'm just like, okay, that's you know. You guys should watch it... Unbreakable. Yeah, I've never seen either movie. Oh, you should watch both of them. But I hear it's it like Unbreakable like it. is just basically the first act of what should be a movie, and that like it's a person discovering their Superman. But like that's the end of the movie when they discover their Superman. Um... Like, it doesn't really explore then beyond what what that is well the movie well i don't want to say how the movie ends yeah but it seems like that's we should just watch not it really it like we should it's been 20 years we can yeah. we can discuss it <laughs> no christian wants to watch it no i want to watch it now okay <laughs> sorry john i mean i know it's a superhero thing which is sort of like not what it's it was like kind of a superhero thing though yeah. you don't even know exactly. if it's actually a superhero thing but it, it's no. it's the Superman Lex Luthor dynamic that's being played out. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like someone has incredible strength, and then the, there's a person that doesn't, and he's very jealous, and like basically he's almost inverse of that. Like he's very brittle and he's very weak, and but he's also super smart, so he's really jealous of that other character. Yeah, I always thought Samuel Jackson's character was like a bad guy, but it seems like in this new movie they're almost all on the same side. We'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah I guess we will. I heard that split movie was problematic because of the way it represented people that actually suffer from schizophrenia. It's <laughs> nothing like it. Actually, um, well, maybe he's maybe he's not actually schizophrenic. Maybe yeah. that's like a super thing. Right. Maybe that's what they're gonna try to say. It. Maybe that was was why. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes the okay. sort of split personality kind of thing and then takes it to such a heightened degree, and so. Yeah, unrealistic. It's more like but... what people think a split personality is versus what it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Guys, did you know split personality, whatever, was discovered in Augusta, Georgia, and my partner in French class, his grandfather discovered it. What a cool no. fact! Yeah, this dude came to French every day. I think still drunk from the night before and smelling like weed, but he was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And his family is to thank for the movie Split. <laughs> wow! You're welcome, universe. You know what movie that doesn't like? Okay, so obviously Aquaman just looks weird. Yeah, um, I don't care. Yeah, t- let's 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 just focus first on what we saw and liked, and then we can just skim through the crappy. Yeah, stuff. don't care about Aquaman. Um, Aquaman looks like underwater Thor, but like bad Thor. It looks like underwater Thor too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. I. I. I don't really know anything that's good. That you I didn't saw. see anything that looked good. I Did mean, you, I was going to say Doctor Who. He doesn't watch Doctor Who. What about you, fine. Christian? I'm fucking pumped. I'm really I'm so excited pumped. too. Did you see? Did you see? Um, the thing that she did at she. Um, was it Jodie Whittaker? Yeah. She went to a sort of like runway cosplay fashion show at Comic Con. Oh my god! Not like on her panel or anything she just showed up and she did the catwalk in her like actual outfit and everything from the show That's awesome. and then she got on the mic and she was just like i can't wait to be the new doctor she said and this new outfit isn't just for girls it's for anyone it doesn't matter what gender you are and she was like so pumped that's tight yeah, i like she's that. amazing she's like yeah. already the best doctor she's gonna yeah. be great i'm excited about it and I believe Stephen Moffat's no longer attached to that. Right this now. is like the third time you've brought it up. He's not. Don't okay, worry. Just making <laughs> he has, sure. doesn't even have the slightest bit. I just need to make sure yeah. every time. This, there are this people that are still. This podcast is a very anti-Moffat stance. 
I mean, she is. I don't. I'm anti Moffat. She is. Um, I'm anti Moffat once he gets comfortable. <laughs> once he's like, you know, testing the waters and like doing the first a few episodes of whatever he's doing, he's great. And then once he gets too much freedom and too much comfort, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. get him out of here. But also sometimes in the midst of all that of that stuff, there's also some incredible stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, like I think. It, I don't know. From from what it sounds like, this is a much bigger problem with uh, what's that show he does? What's Sherlock? that other show he does? Yeah, Sherlock. No, it's a huge problem with Sherlock. It's another yeah. reason why I'm into Moffat. Yeah, people seem to not like Moffat more for Sherlock than anything else. Yeah, he's a lunatic with with Sherlock. I don't understand. Uh, I haven't watched that at all. Oh my god, the first season's really like I said in the beginning. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember i watched the first season and second season rolls around and i'm just like what is happening man did they get into the i don't there's like what mind did... palace stuff that like it gets weird oh god yeah <laughs> i started i watched that legion show and that whole show is like mind palace stuff and it's fucking god. junk i don't yeah. think that show is good i think it's hot garbage i have not seen legion i do not like it it's fine Wait, what um, else came out what else was came out for comic-con uh, so much okay so you know what I can't believe to say I'm excited about? I'm excited about this Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm going to disagree. It looks like basically the Earth is screwed, like humans are done for. So they're just like, let all the monsters out. And it's just going to be fucking big monster battles. Yeah, which I'm cool with. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like. Is that the movie Eleven's in? Yeah. Yeah, like. <laughs> I, I think what really turned me off with the trailer was that they perverted the, you know, the the famous Deboisi like the lunar theme, you know. The what? It's a, it's the theme the the music they use in the trailer. It's like that uh it's this uh classic like 19th century like kind of piano concerto thing. Oh, I don't it's even remember that. And it's like it's like every trailer it. now has to do something like that. Where they're like, oh, oh it's because there's some... like a handful of trailer houses that work on these big movies, dude. I know, but it's just like, okay. Anyways, I don't know. Very, the whole, it's the like... new, uh, it's it's the new uh, horn. It's the new Inception horn. Like, yeah. I don't know, but also the, my problem with the trailer, and maybe like the problem with a lot of these trailers I saw, too much talking, like too much explanation. When you have to like, when Vera Farmiga has to like say almost like two minutes of straight dialogue. To like explain to set up the movie, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be really complicated. <laughs> mm. You know, like, that could just be I, a problem with the way the trailers cut too. Maybe again, it just like it, it didn't get me but excited for it. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Did you, you see the trailer for Night Flyers? No. That's definitely no. no. Okay, this is on the li the link list that I sent you. So this is George R. R. Martin's. It's an adaptation oh, yeah. of his horror oh. novella, Night Flyers. Um. Which it's like a space horror story, which is very cool. interesting to me to see a new George R. R. Martin work coming out. That motherfucker is not going to finish these books. No, I was going to say that motherfucker needs to not write anything else other than Game of Thrones. I think he perp. I I would not be shocked if those books are basically done and he doesn't want to put them out until the show's over. Yeah, I can see that. I think he. I think maybe they have diverged so much, and like he's probably almost like ashamed of what like has happened, and that he's or, just like or HBO. He might know that him, it's better off to wait for HBO to finish. Yeah, maybe or HBO told him like, "Hey, can you hold off on this so like there isn't this kind of disruption in this in the sort of story?" Yeah, because you fucked us. Yeah, yeah. 
he did like i know i know i don't necessarily care too much that it's diverged that from that much from the books but if they really don't end similarly then it's so stupid because they'll never readapt that whole story again and it's like he only gets really like one shot to have his story visualized and now it's not actually going to happen if it's not similar in the way that it ends well you know for all the money and work yeah, maybe he doesn't want it to end the same. Like, you know, as you know, I'm rewatching True Blood. That lady who wrote those books, or man, I don't know if it was a man or a lady, she they ended the books differently than the show ended on purpose. But why? Don't know. I have no answer for you. Yeah. I, it's just it's just a shame because it's like, oh, whatever awesome things are in the book, they'll never be seen because he took too long. But I guess like yeah, we're that's... we're at the point now of in the in the show where you're getting to basically the finale, you know, the ultimate climactic battle between yeah. essentially what is good and evil. And then obviously all the in-betweens, and you know, the not so good and the not so bad, you know. So it's like, unless I, I don't really know, you know, who, like how, what, what could deviate so much that's so radically, you know, out of place or something that has not been done before. I feel like the, I feel like the, the show is going to conclude on a very epic yet like, traditional and straightforward narr- like narrative path yeah and it's just yes, the question is I like mean, who lives and who dies correct my what i'm my point has nothing to do with the end of the show it has to do with the fact that we'll never get a visualization of the books if the books don't end the same way the show does which that was the intention reboots happen every five years now we'll, we'll get they're to not going to reboot the entire game of thrones <laughs> no, they're, they're just, just going to keep prequels. doing more game of thrones yeah they're going to do prequels they're going to do I just They're think not going to do another eight-year saga. Lifetimes, we'll probably. I would see be surprised. I would be surprised if we ever saw if it's different enough that it's significant. I would be surprised if they ever redid it, just because you'd have to do everything that comes before it, and that's such yeah. a significant undertaking that it it's like who wants to make that investment? Because the odds of getting everyone involved, for, especially for all those slow seasons and stuff, to like do that job, uh, I don't know if it would pay off. Yeah. That would be a huge risk. Yeah, it's a real existential uh, crisis when you think about it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's really, it really crazy. makes you think about your Did life. Either of you guys watch the MythBusters Junior trailer? Um, I did. Yes, Christian. We're very happy for you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like really pumped just because I wanted the show to come back, yeah. but I didn't expect it to look as good as it does. No. It basically is just MythBusters Two. It's not MythBusters Junior. Yeah. <laughs> He's just replaced his co-host with a bunch of like smart little children. Which is very cute. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like he's babying them or doing like very like small projects. He seems like they seem like they're still doing big things yeah. on the show. Yeah. So it's so I'm pumped about that. So it's kind of like a reboot of Mr. Wizard. Yeah. Because he didn't really oh, like nice. he, he, he treated the kids on that show like they were his equal a little bit. Like he didn't yes. baby them. He was just like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do that. All right. Come on. Let's go. I think kids I just, like I that love, too. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely kids definitely appreciate being treated like an equal. Yeah. Uh, yeah and there's not one thing kids to. hate, yeah. which is being sort of called like a baby point. or being like treated like a baby. Yeah. They hate that. Yes. That's true. And they're also luckily not like ten. These are these kids look like they're probably like fourteen, fifteen. You know, they're all probably like either eighth or ninth graders. So they're smart enough to get stuff done and not going to be like tiny they can not useless things. not like master <laughs> stuff junior yeah yeah right okay, exactly that's also adorable <laughs> yeah. 
I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's so good. I heard he's so nice to those children. I've seen like Gordon montages. Gordon is nice in everything, but like American TV. American adults. <laughs> Americans no, like, just like him to be an asshole, so that's what he no, is. But like on on Junior, though, it's it's good. It's it's a good kind of heartwarming show. It's just the reality yeah. is is that those kids get a lot of help, like from what you don't see. Like uh, like they basically do a lot of things for them and do a lot of prep for them. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, because they are like under ten years old, most of them. So it's like so they can't be like using a knife. <laughs> yeah. Or. Yeah, use yeah. it quickly, or they make the show seem like it's like so like fast paced and so sped up when it really it's not like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So a couple other things I want to make of note here. Uh, Shazam. What do you guys think? Shazam. <laughs> that one actually is the, Shazam one already a the thing? most. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Is Shazam already a thing? Like I know it's this is a DC. Yeah, it's a DC movie. Was it? Is Shazam already a character in the DC universe? Or like, yes, he is. Oh, yeah. interesting. I just actually, I just saw it. You know how the, you know, the Mandela effect, where like there's a collective memory from childhood, and everybody, oh yeah, has a memory of a movie called Shazam from their childhood. I was like, yeah, with like, yeah, with what's his face, not um, Kazam, with Shaquille O'Neal, the guy that was in uh, <laughs> the movie where he plays a fake dentist. I don't remember his freaking name, but everybody has Sinbad. Like, Sinbad. Yeah, everybody has a memory of that movie. So I was like, are they just making this because of the collective memory of the movie Shazam? No, that, 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 that was a, a rumor character. that started and everyone decided to jump in on that rumor about Sinbad making. Oh, I didn't even know that was a rumor. A That's weird, cool. I don't know. I don't even know where it started from. But then I no, think- it's it's one of those things. She's right. She Emily's right. This It's one of those um, strange alternate reality things. Wait, the- where people have this strange collective memory and there's that theory that it's like you're actually from a different universe or your mind went to a different timeline. Is that what this where movie's that about? Exist. No. No. Oh. Uh, I- but anyways, back to uh, what I was going to say, though, is if if you're going to have a Sinbad memory, it's got to be first kid. You know, other than that, like, oh, it's Kazam sure. with Shaquille O'Neal. So- Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. I, first kid, <laughs> masterpiece. I wish they'd reboot that oh, yeah. with the same actors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the kid later in life he's running for president and is bringing in sinbad to help him again and also shazam's there (laughs) yes and he real and he (laughs) reveals that he is actually a genie named shazam and zachary levi takes his takes a takes a mask off and he was sinbad the whole time (laughs) anyway uh i actually of all the trailers is the one i like the most same (laughs) i like the big meets superhero kind of mashup thing so so you want to hear something interesting yep shazam was originally named captain marvel oh really yeah shazam was on a different comic book line the character was named captain marvel and he was also a ripoff of superman so it was almost like a satire character because they named him captain marvel but then they also ripped off superman from dc oh my god dc purchased that comic book company and they when they got the character they rejiggered the character and renamed him shazam but he's actually dc's captain marvel oh my god that's awesome yeah there's like so many iterations of marvel there's like captain marvel miss marvel like i know know. there's marvel yeah it's uh yeah well okay so no but captain the captain marvel that was shazam isn't has nothing to do with the captain marvel i know it's just like that that people like that, that word like marvel at the amazing captain marvel 
You know, it comes from that old timey thing. Yeah. Well, I think the idea was like they named a character in the Marvel Universe Marvel. His actual name was Marvel, and then he was named Captain Marvel. And then as they've redone the character, there is a character now called Marvel that is similar to what Captain Marvel originally was, but he's an alien. Um, and now Captain Marvel has always now been, as it's been redone, a woman and then there's miss marvel and captain marvel which are basically iterations of the same character it's just it's just comic books are constantly rebirthing themselves so that's but there is actually only kind of like one marvel character i just can't wait for captain carvel and his b- delicious ice cream oh, oh my god i was just about to make that joke john oh I'm my so god mad we are so in sync wait we are in another sync. another marvel fun fact i think i've told you this before but I used to go to Lido Beach on Long Island, right near Jones Beach. And when we would leave, my favorite ice cream spot in the world was a Carvel that didn't want to pay for the franchising rights. So they used everything was the same, but they changed the C to an M and it was called Marvel Ice Cream. And then they later got sued. Oh, and it was amazing. By Marvel. I don't know if they, it was there for like years. I don't know if it's still there or not, but it was so good because. It's probably just like a battle Marvel didn't even feel like dealing with. Like, eh, Well, probably in like the, maybe in the, that was in the, the 80s and the, the 90s. Trick. It's like, who gets to sue them? Yeah. Carvel or Marvel? Well, I think Mar- <laughs> yeah. uh, Marvel didn't care in the 80s and 90s because they're doing all their bankruptcy and other, stuff, other shit like that. So, but now oh, they yeah. probably have come back and say like, oh no, you can't have this. Yeah, now it's Disney. Yeah. Yeah. The mouse came after them. <laughs> The House of Mouse. No one, no one beats the House of Mouse. Um, I guess we don't need to really actually discuss these, but I'm just gonna drop some some other notable things. There was I'm really excited for the Star Wars Clone Wars. Is one of the first things announced for Disney Direct, which is when next year the Disney streaming service is gonna come. Cool. Um, they're doing an extra season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which is cool because that was a really good show and it got canceled before the final season was finished. And they had a bunch of episodes that they released, like, like they released, um, like, storyboards and art for. So people could, like, the story didn't just kind of, like, end on a cliffhanger necessarily. But they actually never finished the show. So now they're coming back to finish the show for a full season. Um, that Teen Titans live-action TV show looks fucking so bad. Yeah. How do you guys feel about this, like, trend of now there's going to be a lot of individual streaming services from the, the, the individual studios and other places coming out? I mean, well, you pay for each of those services, and it's exactly exactly like having a cable subscription. Yep. It's sort of, uh, yeah, it's kind of the ebb and flow. It's like we wanted to get away from yeah, cable, just like, and we're coming back to it. Yeah, it's just them trying to trick you to have cable again. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, what we're going to see is they'll, they'll probably only be like four or five of them. So they'll be, right. HBO will probably end up staying, although it could go away. You're going to see Netflix survive. Hulu will likely survive because of Disney purchasing Fox um disney yeah. direct well then you Disney direct, probably do well you have dc now you're gonna have apple coming out with their yeah the dc yeah. now thing isn't gonna work the apple thing is not no. gonna work i mean you might see a merging of a bunch of those into a new one is the thing i like i could see showtime and maybe like dc and like other companies merging together the apple thing is absolutely never going to succeed no but apple has so much no, cash they can just start buying like other things I just don't think they actually care enough to. I think if they really wanted to win, then... Uh... Well, I think th- I think they're trying the Amazon route right now where they're just going to lay the groundwork for their own stuff. And then they're going to see how that goes. And then if it's like an abject failure, then they'll just start buying other things. Yeah. And it's then... just so hard to see. I can't imagine Apple ever being successful in a service 
based for space. a streaming service yeah. no Anyways, yeah because apple music isn't really stuff. successful but think of how many people like own their products and how much you can just force everyone to suddenly have the app or you know or do anything like and how many people will be like okay yeah maybe i'll try it out because i already have the setup so yeah they'll try it out for like a month and then it and will. yeah the only people that'll be on it are ones that forget to unsubscribe yeah it'll be like the u2 yeah. album of uh you know streaming services yeah in fact the Jesus. director of that like uh whatever of the apps planet of the apps thing that like first show they tried oh my god making, so bad the dude just came out today he just came out today and was saying like all this shit and shit talking apple for how they promoted it and how they showed it off and everything and he said they did a crap job yeah because they don't know what they're doing with stuff like that yeah fuck that company they're stupid <laughs> apple services suck their hardware i love i love their phones and i love their computer software their their fucking internet services suck yeah they do iCloud's fine iCloud backups are dope. Let's iCloud go backups down. are good. I'm, Let's go down the line. I'll never use their email. I'll never use their email. Their email sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of pent up aggression about Apple here at the Zeitheist podcast. Yeah. I think it's time for a hypothetical question. Hypothetical question. Ooh. I got to get you a jingle. I'm going to make you a jingle for next make week. Me a jingle. Okay. So, um, as you guys might know, this is my hypothetical question, but it's also my pop culture recommendation, all in one. What? Two for one. Um, I just saw Gotta the make- movie Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Oh, I love ABBA. Fucking, I love ABBA. So that's my so question. Good. If you, if there were a musical made about your life, and it was all inspired, it was all like covers of a band's songs. Which band would be your your ABBA, your ABBA to your Mamma Mia? Wow, Ooh, that's a big one. So, which band's songs? Mine would be honestly ABBA or Hollow Notes. <laughs> mine would be ABBA. No, um, mine would be or Hollow Notes. Probably Hollow Notes if I can't actually have ABBA since it's already a thing. But um, Hollow Notes. It's hard to decide because you know probably Wu Tang Clan would be good. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, that would probably be very bad. No, you're from Long Island. You'd be like Billy Joel. Oh, would yeah. be your, your. I would. No, it would See, actually I be. Chose... I think the Mountain Goats would probably chose, be okay that's good i chose hollow because i too had a rough upbringing but it would just be like yeah. the song say it isn't so like 10 times yeah yeah <laughs> no, the mountain goats has like a lot of good dark times it has a little good fun I, times. yeah i think for me i would um because i grew up in arizona i would all the music would be all arizona native artists so like linda okay. ronstan jimmy world um, oh, but Gene I think Blossoms. you have to choose one. No, I think you I have think, to choose. But it's going to be all of them because mm-hmm. they all had very, although mm-hmm. some longer careers, some shorter careers. So, but but ABBA only has so many songs. Like that's oh, the thing. They have, they have like ten hits. Yeah, they have a. Right. They have so many songs. They have like they have like six thousand songs. They have a like goddamn yeah. museum <laughs> dedicated to them in Stockholm. I know. Yeah, it's part of why so I picked the Mountain Goats because the Mountain Goats have I think like four hundred and fifty songs. Yeah, I mean, the Beatles is an easy one. Oh, but Across the Universe already exists, so you can't choose the Beatles either. Yeah, the Beatles would be a great one. Easy one. So many songs. Beach Boys. That would be a good one for you, Christian, because of your water your water park slash Oh, I love water parks. (laughs) I love water parks. They're so good. That's a fun question. I like this question. Thank you. That's a good one. Emily, did you decide where you're going to go for your honeymoon? Italy, uh, I put it on Instagram in a, under in a poll, and the poll said Italy. So, what was the percentage? It was like seventy thirty. I Whoa. will say, like all the people closest to me chose Tahiti, but I'm not going to overthink <laughs> it. 
I'm not overthinking it. I'm just picking with the majority. Sometimes the people closest to you are wrong. So I know I'm, you know, I'm siding with the popular vote. Yeah. Go the Hillary Clinton route. Go with the popular vote. Yeah. Not the electoral college. Exactly. I mean, it's hard to decide on, on what that actually represents because at the same time, you would argue like the people closest to you, you would probably think are the states that vote with you as opposed to the dumb majority of people that voted incorrectly and, and chose our winner. Listen, I'll go to a tropical place at some point. <laughs> You'll go there for an anniversary. Yeah. yeah. I'll put the yeah. whole thing on Instagram Live so Christian can just like watch every minute of it. All right. Perfect. I think you, you guys um, enjoy Italy a lot, way more than Tahiti. Yeah, I think Tahiti you're going to have a lot of oh, relaxing. Yeah. Here's like the main reason why I think I'm going to love Italy. I looked at the um, menu for Italian McDonald's. <laughs> I am so excited, you guys. <laughs> it's incredible. It's such an, an American abroad. They have a Caprese burger. <laughs> well, I love going to McDonald's in other countries because I think it's funny. French I hear McDonald's Japanese though. McDonald's are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to go to Japanese McDonald's. <laughs> have that black burger. Um, I don't know that I would be. That's my I favorite DC that. Comics hero, <laughs> Black Burger. <Yeah. laughs> All right, pop culture recommendations, Emily. Mine was Mamma Mia. Here we go again. How did you like it? Loved what did you rate it. it? Oh, ten out of ten. Best Twelve out of ten. How's Pierce huh? Brosnan's acting and singing? Oh, Pierce. Here's the thing: you hardly see or hear Pierce Brosnan singing in it, which makes it so much better than the first one. Oh wow! But the first one is better because it's like campier. Yeah. Um. But so good. Loved it. Was it better or worse than Paddington? Worse. Duh. Yeah. You what? What kind of question is that? One of my favorite movies. (laughs) (laughs) I hear Paddington's the best. It is. If you haven't watched it yet, you're a fool, Christian. All right, John. Um, I'm going to recommend uh, the New York Times podcast, The Daily, as uh, something people listen to. Oh. They have a good couple episodes coming out this week that they did the first one yesterday um or i guess today at the time of recording this um about basically roe v wade and the history of it and so the first episode they go into basically who jane roe was and like who the basis of the whole court case was and just kind of the whole basically the history of this whole issue and where we're at you know now that the supreme court you know who knows what's going to happen but it's kind of that's it's good uh, education now that we're all screwed yeah, yeah. might as well learn about it you know I okay so that's a good one that is a good one i would like to go and recommend who is america by <laughs> sasha baron cohen i signed up for the showtime 30-day free trial you should Just check it out it? yeah it's it's fucking crazy yeah i haven't seen it yet the newest episode the guy this guy that they they get him to to run bare butt naked towards sasha thinking he's like a terrorist like <gasps> training exercise i saw it's, that actually it's, it's wild, very funny man. this whole this show is absolutely wild and the fact that this is only the second episode i cannot imagine what they're holding back for like this is the episode they had he had dick cheney sign the waterboarding uh <laughs> it was he's like he's like oh i've never signed a a water bottle that's been used in waterboarding sure here you go <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so good it's nuts it's absolutely nuts i think we're gonna have something crazy on here soon i think it's gonna get only crazier because yeah it will i would be shocked if they like sort of blew their load at the start you know so uh one other thing to quickly recommend as we close out this wednesday for the next eight weeks watch world comes back 
we've moved from Mondays to Wednesdays because we are going to start covering the wizarding world of Harry Potter for the next eight weeks. Ooh. Yeah, the education of John Murphy. So excited <laughs> for you to watch them. John, you're watching it tomorrow? I think I'm watching it tonight after after recording another episode, the first, the first uh, movie, and then so we can record tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want you to fall. It's a two hour. It's two hours and like thirty. It's like two minutes. and a half hours. The first one is. Yeah, it's a long one. I, I know. I know. So I, I looked up okay. the runtime. John, John is a John's a, a late. Yeah, you're a night owl. I was like, yeah. I have to be asleep by ten. Let's record this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a night, All right. night man. So, well then, let's go ahead and close it out so Emily can get some shut eye. Emily, hey. How can the fine people at home keep up with your meatbally self? Um. You can go to Emily G. Langston on the internet, wherever you want. Click the first result. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you have a um? Do you have a wish list up yet for your wedding? Yeah, but I don't want people. Can people just send you stuff? I mean, yeah, but don't show up to my wedding because <laughs> all well, the no. information's on my but website. Just... Oh, okay. You should find. You should have a separate list for Whatever. your wedding, so that if people want to just buy and I'll send have a you bouncer. Stuff. You can. If you go to night, if you go to nightofthelivingwed.com, you can look at my wedding <laughs> registry. I'm shocked that that wasn't uh, bought. Nobody's as clever as Mike you, Burke. I can't believe that someone didn't own that already. Yeah. Read our bio. That's Mike great. wrote our bio, and it's very funny. Okay. I will yeah. check that out. John, did you get your John. save the date? I did. It's on my fridge. Okay, good. Okay, good. Oh, ours is on Oh, our nice. All right, John, where can we find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on... <laughs> Uh, the this program uh, wishboning watch world as previously stated uh, also on Twitter and Instagram at Johnny Be Good in LA and uh, yeah that's it's uh, me <laughs> and I am at Christian underscore Humes on the internet as well we are at Zeitheist check us out on our website Zeitheist.com check us out on Twitter you have all of our handles so you can keep up with us there if you need to take a break from politics I recommend it give yourself a week off don't worry, the chaos will still be there when you get back. But until next week, everybody, bye-bye. Bye. See ya.